Hello and welcome into Rock for Him. Man, we have got a great show tonight. But before we get going, I want to introduce my good friend, my brother in Christ, Mr. Scott Mullins. Brother, how you doing? feel like it's been a while great. since I've this seen is, you. I've uh, been looking forward to this all day. So this is like my, what this is all about here. This is like my favorite time of the week is when I get to sit down with you guys and just chat. But unfortunately, Mr. Brown has bailed on us tonight. I sent him some nasty messages and told him that he was killing us. But <laughs> I understand. He said he had some family uh, obligations, so he couldn't make it. But all that being said, our guest for tonight, we have Fight the Darkness Ministries. Can you guys go ahead and uh, introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about about you? Um, my name is Aaron. My name is Amanda. And what we do is we go around, we uh, help people with depression, suicide, injury, bullying, drugs, alcohol. And we basically share testimonies on stage and just um, help others that are dealing with those things in their lives. And we're partnered with a bunch of organizations so we can offer them um, super low priced care or free care, which is really important nowadays because mm -hmm. it's really expensive to get the care that you actually need in those situations. And when uh, we're also partnered up with... Um, some like nonprofit organizations that are known in the industry, um, Compassion International, um, Destiny Rescue, to write love on our arms, and then um, and the Exodus Road. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Mm -mm. It's for sex trafficking. Sex trafficking. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That looks like Jeremy came on any. I was going to say, maybe he's <laughs> called them out. <laughs> no, I'm here. <laughs> Bro, I was Hello, just giving man. you grief. You didn't have to come on. No, no, I'm, I'm good. So All right. He's kicking it they, up. they just kind of did an introduction, and uh, I can't wait to dive in and hear about the ministry. But what Absolutely. we always do at the start of our shows is we want to let the listeners know uh, your Christian background and how you came to know Christ. So if, if each of you could just share your testimony of your salvation experience, we'd love to hear that. You want to go first? You go first. All right. Um, I accepted Christ back in um, middle school, um, early high school. Um, I knew who Christ was because when I get to know who Christ was, was back in middle school is when I was going to uh, Youth for Christ and where I'm originally from, but I didn't go to church then. Um, a really great guy, um, he's a retired pastor now. He kept motivating me to, you know, keep coming every week. So I did. And um, then they, uh, they're partnered up with a church, the uh, Youth of Christ. They go to like camps and that, winter retreats and camps. So he was like, you should go to this um, one retreat we have coming up in Michigan, up in um, Miracle Camp. So I did um, go there, um, not knowing what to expect. I knew there was going to be a lot of snow because <laughs> I always asked the other ones. Um, there was like two feet of snow. Uh, the last night, they did an altar call. Um, 
you know, asking, you know, if you want to accept Christ in your life. And I was like, yeah, because at, at that time, I was actually being severely bullied. You know, me thinking as a young kid, me accepting Christ in my life, the bullying will stop. It actually did not stop. Um, so I accept Christ my... Still there? Rounds. I got um hit by a big piece of blacktop. I I, actually... I just want to apologize. Our uh, feet got cut, so uh, I hate to ask this, but could you uh, kind of do that again? <laughs> Unfortunately, oh, yeah. it, it it froze like in the middle of you talking. I was like, oh no, so. I'm back up and going. Sorry. Just got, uh, there he goes. All right. Is he there? You ready? Yep. Uh, you want me to start over? Yeah, just start over. I'll cut it and start it from when you start your testimony. I apologize. All right. That's fine. Um, I accepted Christ. Um, my, it's my freshman year in high school. Um, got to I knew who Christ was from middle school because I was going to Youth for Christ. Um, then, and the Youth for Christ is partnered up with a church where I'm from, and they take kids if they want to go to a Christian camp called uh, Miracle Camp up in Lofton, Michigan. Um, that's over near like Kalamazoo area, and so. I was like, yeah, I'll go. Wasn't expecting, you know, anything from it. Um, the last night of camp, they did altar call. And, you know, before, you know, most, you know, in middle school, I was actually severely bullied. So by accepting Christ in my life, I'm like, I'm more if the bullying will stop. And it didn't. It got much worse. Um my freshman year in high school, I was on school grounds and got hit by a big piece of blacktop. It actually was inches from my temple and killed me. I have headaches all the time and I have a speech impediment from it. Um, but that wasn't the worst thing that happened to me. My sophomore year, um, I was at Youth for Christ and um, we were playing basketball and a kid thought it'd be funny to trip me um, because I was trying out for the basketball team then. And he tripped me and I fractured my right arm. And so I can play my uh, sophomore in high school basketball. So the coach was like, you want to help with the team, you know, run the clock and everything and, you know, help practices. I'm like, yeah, sure. So I did that um, from that fall, my, sophomore year my junior year I had to go in for a scope surgery um because how I fell I hit my knee cap really hard so my kneecap up it was a basic uh scope surgery where the doctors thought um told me that told me and my family that there nothing should go wrong you should be fine after the surgery and be on crutches for like a week or so um but I was on crutches 
for six to eight months because I had my body rejected the surgery and my knees swelled up so badly. The uh, doctors thought it was my right leg. So they got the swelling down and I had to really relearn how to walk on that leg because it hurt all, like it destroyed a lot of the tendons and that from the pressure on them. So basically I lost all like muscle matter in my knee um, from it. And it just, you know, destroyed me because I was like, you know, I want to play basketball. So I couldn't play my junior. Um, and at that time, the Youth for Christ director, um, he was like, he came up to me and goes, what do you want to do, you know, go to college for? And I was like, I really want to um, go to college to be a pastor um, because, you know, I got to know who Christ was in a youth kind of organization and I loved it and um, everything. But I, and through middle school, elementary and high school, I was on learning disability. I had IEP. Um, I had, I had ADD and ADHD. So it was hard for me in school, like to focus on that. So I was, you know, searching around for schools, them knowing that I have this IP learning disability and um, the school in Illinois, this Christian school in Illinois goes, yeah, we'll accept you. Um, you can come here and we know your learning disability. And I wasn't even there for about, a, I was there about for about a month and I got an email saying the uh, the dean wants me to come to the office, to the missions office. So I did, and they sat him down and talked to me and said they could. They said we don't know why we accepted you because we have no accommodations to help you succeed here at college. Because I was struggling at college because of my learning disability, and it really hurt me so badly. Um, Luckily, one of my friends, his brothers went there at the school. And so he brought me back that night. I felt so worthless in my you know life because I'm like, all my friends are going to college. They're succeeding and I'm just at home doing nothing. So that night I actually um, told God, I'm like, I do want to kill myself because I feel worthless in my life. And I have no meaning because I don't see me succeeding anywhere. And said, if I said, God, if this person does not answer the phone, I'm going to kill myself with a bunch of painkillers. I called the person and one ring. Um, she actually answered the phone and talked me out of uh, killing myself. And I know it was a God thing. And maybe a year later, um, I came up, you know, going around speaking. I didn't have the fight to darkness, you know, ministry name. And, um, so I went, started going around speaking, helping other people with depression, suicide, bullying, you know, people with disabilities, like different things in their lives. Cause I was struggled with bullying so badly in my life. And then, um, a year after I started doing it, um, I became friends with so many different bands. Like one of the first bands that actually I did a show with was the protest. 
and uh, the band Forever at Last. It was one of my first ever shows, and um, the guy, one of the guys, um, goes up to me and goes, "You should make a ministry name." I'm like, "Okay." So I kept thinking, I'm like, "What do I want to name this ministry?" Um, and I prayed to God, and He gave me the name "Fight the Darkness Ministries," because there's, you know, you're fighting the darkness and depression, suicide, bullying self-harm and you know god's there for you you're fighting that darkness and god gives you light you know through these darknesses he's always there for you no matter what you're going through and that's um how i you know when i started the ministry mm-hmm. and then um been doing ministry since 2013 under the fight name and then last year um i met um, Amanda on uh, Christian Mingle mm. um, because I, I had some rough patches in my life um, with finding girls and dealing with relationships and that. So I'm like, I'm just going to try Christian Mingle. And I found her and um, she joined the ministry and speaks with me with her testimony. And she has an amazing, amazing testimony that she would like to share. Okay. Well, my name is Amanda Rice. I'm currently 30, but I've survived and overcame things that you wouldn't even dare to dream about. Um, I've been a victim. I've been an addict. I was an alcoholic and I'm a musician and I was in the army and I was a nurse's aide and then a patient. And this is what happened that's my giant testimony on june 1st 2018 i fell down 15 wooden stairs and landed face first on the concrete basement floor at my parents house Mm. it was a night that i came home because my ex was beating me like punching hitting kicking so i ran to my parents house and then that's the night that i fell it threw me into a deep three-month coma that I had less than a 10% chance of waking up from. I had to have three, everything crazy came in threes. I was in a coma for three months, a less than a 10% chance of waking up. I was on three different ventilators. I've had three craniotomies. And the craziest part, I died three times. but God brought me back he's not finished with me yet and I have baffled so many doctors because typically when you heal from a traumatic brain injury you're this giant heaping pile of depression and anger and suicidal but I was the exact opposite they kept psychoanalyzing me because I was too happy for their understanding (laughs) I have pictures of me like smiling at the camera with tubes out of every orifice. (laughs) And they couldn't understand that. So they kept getting analyzed over and over and over again. And who I healed into is completely different than who I had my accident. I'm Amanda, but I'm completely different 
I was, as I said, an addict and I was in a really abusive relationship. I healed and I don't crave any of that. I just have a completely different perspective on life because I was a homeless addict at one point too. And since I healed, I, I can't get mad. Like I don't get mad. I can see the reasoning behind absolutely everything. I don't get sad because I'm here for a reason. And the reason is to help save, hmm. to help people heal, to help people grow. I can't see the darkness at all. <laughs> and giving my testimony and helping others is the biggest joy in my life. Hmm. I was healed so I can help heal people. And that's my passion. Hmm. I love that. Uh, that. That's awesome. I mean, when you leave us three speechless, I mean, that's that's saying something. We always have something to say, and I'm just sitting here like, mm. praise God that you're still with us. I mean, mm. wow. And the second time, I was dead for over five minutes. <sighs> It was during an emergency craniotomy. They didn't use a pressure machine right. And so my brain swelled so much, it was being cut by the jagged edges of the remaining skull. So they had to open me up and do an emergency craniotomy and take out everything from like here to here. Wow. So my brain didn't get cut further. Mm. And they didn't test the pieces of skull well enough before they put them back in. And bits and pieces are dead. That's why I have this giant crack here, this here, and I have a hole here and a hole here and a crack here. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Aaron, you need to wrap her in bubble wrap, just like <laughs> get her I'm a helmet, some bubble now. wrap. and. Well, I'm not afraid of anything now. Like, Clearly I not. face the <laughs> darkest demons of addiction, all of that. I was in the army and then my giant accident. There is nothing on this earth that I'm afraid of. Well, thank you for your service. And again, praise God that you're still here. I mean, <laughs> unbelievable. So I guess I'm going to kick it over to Jeremy here. Uh, kind of questions you got brother <laughs> um i don't know but i mean the first time i heard you guys was last summer at uh kingdom come festival and man i tell you your testimony was was powerful and i mean aaron you and i had talked before then because you know we we're trying mm -hmm. to get a podcast but man there's nothing like seeing everybody's jaws drop when they hear your guys' testimony like mm -hmm. it's 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 awesome to see what you guys are doing. It, this is definitely something needed. Mm -hmm. Like, so who's been the was KCF the biggest uh, festival you've talked at or? or maybe um, recently, but I've done shows. I've done a show with a, at a festival with uh, the band Red. And I've done shows with like Disciple, which is at Kingdom Come. I've done shows with Seven Day Slumber. Um, but KCF is like family. 
And then we go, I've been going to KCF for years and speaking even by myself because it's just like a massive family reunion and they invite us back every single year to come speak. And then we spoke at Winter Jam too. Yeah, for one of their shows. Yeah. Oh, nice. Nice. That's nice. Scott, what you got? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to think how to word a question. So uh, I love the hope that you bring to the table. And I would just say that uh, if someone is watching the podcast, I love how you've taken something that has affected your lives and are using it to benefit or glorify Christ mm-hmm. and uh, show people that they do have meaning. Uh, I was just uh, reading in Ruth today how when um, Naomi uh, Naomi's husband took her and his family down to Moab because they were having a famine in a famine in Israel, and he actually passed away. And then the two boys got married, and one married Ruth. And uh, they ended up passing away and the three widows went back up to Israel and they, um, instead of being upset at God for taking away, I remember it saying something along the lines that Naomi said, I left with everything and returned with nothing. Uh, But she was still in the um, mindset to glorify God and and seek Mm -hmm. his guidance. Mm -hmm. And then we all know how the story unfolds. Ruth goes to work and she is in the field with Boaz and, and the Lord just opened up so much more. I was telling, I actually uh, teach a Bible class and I was telling my students, uh, sometimes we think we know the direction that God wants us to go and then something sidewinds it. And uh, I was telling them, this is a perfect example of stay open, don't become bitter. It would be so easy to blame God a lot of people do. In fact, it sounds like uh, you're on the cusp of taking uh, your life, even in the midst of God. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm definitely glad that that I, I know He put that person there to pick up on the first ring because He look at this ministry that's formed and how many people you're helping bring to the kingdom. So uh, that sounds great. Maybe you could add some. Uh, for somebody who's listening or struggling, maybe some advice or um, a little more insight to, to what they should do or how they could get in contact with you, that that type of stuff. We have a Facebook. It's Fight the Darkness Ministries and the same for Instagram. And then it's Fight the Darkness Ministries at gmail.com. And it's just the two of us. We don't have anyone else. So you'll be talking directly to us. And we've been through some of the darkest stuff. So we have personal experience on healing and coping and making yourself new. Mm. So, which is important. It very, really, for is. sure. So, kind of going off that, um, what kind of strategies would you present to people if they call you and they're in the midst of that darkness? How would you, you know, what? what kind of strategies would would you give them or how would you help them through that? I like um, get a big mason jar and each day write something that you did that was good. 
some feeling that was good, some event, something that mm -hmm. someone else said on it to you, write it down on a piece of paper, fold it up, put it in a jar. And when you're feeling just depressed or hopeless, open it up and start reading them. Mm -hmm. And you can see there were brighter days mm -hmm. and there will be more brighter days. Like if you find the tiniest pinpoint of light in a dark tunnel, the closer and closer you walk towards it, it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. That's awesome. I, I would just uh, maybe add on to that. Uh, the topics you discussed for the ministry were pretty deep, but even everyday humans were sinners and stuff's going to get us down. Mm -hmm. Uh uh, Jeremy and I's pastor, uh, Corey up at Riverdale, he, his idea was similar to what you just stated, but he went through the Bible and took promises of God that are given in the Bible so that if you get into a rut or you get down, you can just open up these cards or the, where you've written down the promises. And it's so refreshing to know that that hope is, is there for everyone. So just to add on to that, I don't know if that would help, but it, it uh, really affected me once I started doing that. It's nice to have that, all those promises lined up. Oh, yeah. I, I, I have um, a picture that says, who is God to you? He's my healer, Psalm 103.3, and it keeps going through a bunch of them and like where it's found. Mm, perfect. I like it. Mm -hmm. mm. So have you guys got anything plan for this year any speaking engagements or... um we have um we're right now working on booking some uh events coming up uh we're being part of um kcf we'll be there um we're doing a event in marion um ohio called uh fan the flame that's in august and that's where I'm originally from. And then we are doing um, Pit Fest, like in the past. Um, there's a lot of uh, festivals that are coming up, like uh, Jammin', Jammin' for Jesus down in uh, Bakken's, Ohio. Yeah, They do an event. And then um, we're doing a camp. And is it June? Uh, we're doing a uh, high school camp in June. That we did this, this past year. That this past year we uh, spoke there. And we made such a big impact on these high school mm -hmm. students. They want us to come back this year. The mm -hmm. high school kids that go are from pretty broken families. Mm -hmm. They're, they come from like really dangerous families like parents or addicts or abusive and it's a completely free camp and that's in uh southern ohio yeah. and then um possibly some other festivals in the works we are currently um waiting to hear back from and other events and we're now with global network of global, evangelists i don't know if you've heard of global network of evangelists um we are part of them um alan green um he's the founder of life the life flight um festival out in 
that's out west. I'm not sure what part, but it's a huge organization. Yeah. He founded it. He's helped us um, get part of um, the that network and possibly doing some events for Life Flight. And then um, possibly working here soon with uh, Food for the Hungry and doing some events for them. So we have a lot of possibilities coming up here soon. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, that sounds great. Uh, And if uh, somebody is catching a podcast on YouTube or something, get a hold of these guys, add them to your show. This is very important stuff that – I loved how you said that about the high school, because I think, Mm -hmm. um, especially with your own experience from being bullied and uh, suicide, I mean, this is, this is real life stuff that's happening day after day. And it's uh, good to have someone or someone, something you could go to. Is there a, uh, a hotline or anything uh, people could get you through? I know you mentioned your Um, social media, but. They can always um, get a hold of us through um, Facebook Messenger, yeah. Or they can email uh, Fight Darks Ministries. She really runs the Facebook page, and I and Instagram. I run the uh, email. So we get alerts the second someone sends something. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then and we're I'm sure always... we can. I'm sure we can add the link on ours if, mm-hmm. if somebody's looking for you. Absolutely. And then we're always open to doing any kind of events. We're open to doing conferences, camps, concerts, you know, come even to a, a youth group yeah. or even any, any events we're open to coming and speak. Cause I had a really hard time in high school too. I started drinking when I was 12. Mm. And so, um, I actually got expelled, <laughs> um, my junior year because I kept coming to school drunk except I'm kind of smart so I took a couple tests and I got to graduate a year early <laughs> nice. nice so I kind of have a two-part question first mm-hmm. do you think it's it is worse now than what it has been because you're hearing more and more about mental health but not necessarily in the church you're hearing you know, just all over about just the mental health of people. And you can just watch the news and see mental health is Mm -hmm. just on the decline. People are going crazy. Why isn't the church dealing with that more? You would think that that is where the main hub of people helping mentally, that's where we Mm -hmm. would be. That's, Mm -hmm. that's where it should start, you know, start with Christ and work your way out to me it's a touchy topic you know with that kind of things Mm -hmm. you know with talking about that stuff you know in church Mm -hmm. that's why i feel like a lot of churches avoid talking about it yeah but our church our church talks about it it really helps people Mm -hmm. um the church we go to um they do prayer they offer prayer after every service and before every service and before every service yeah and then we're partnered with the hope line which is free and you can talk to someone mm-hmm. at all times mm-hmm. so you can maintain your anonymity until you are confident or have 
the ability to speak in someone face to face. I think that if more pastors would take a look at their congregation and realize that every single member out there is suffering somehow in some way. Yeah, it's great to get up there and just preach the gospel, mm -hmm. but to get down and shepherd, help them through, show them through the gospel how to deal with their what they're going through. My church is great at that. I, you know, we, we do a really good job about that, but I know there's a lot of churches that don't. They're like, oh, we're we're good, we're good. We're not. So, Our yeah. church did a giant like series on mental health. Yeah. Because hmm. a lot of churches don't cover them things mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. Mental health and all that. They have different small groups that pertain to those topics. Yeah. yeah. So you can go and be around people that understand the mindset, which that makes them feel more comfortable to open up and receive the healing that they need. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Small groups are very important. That's actually how yeah. I met my brother Scott here. He uh he led my small group at my church. So mm -hmm. so <clears throat> I'm gonna kick it over to Jeremy. <laughs> well, I didn't say this before, but congratulations on your engagement. Uh that's a wonderful thing. Thank you. You guys Thank got you. a you guys got a date plan for the wedding? April 13th at Main Street Church, which is our church. Nice. And we're we're doing a cool thing like a lot of um like weddings don't do. We're actually going to have worship incorporated into our um wedding. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, we're having um my friends um from Indianapolis um New Day Rising come yeah, do acoustic. Yes, we we're, love. They're gonna go come and do acoustic uh, worship set. Nice, and for our wedding. Yeah, mm. that's awesome. We just had New Day Rising on our our podcast not too long ago. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I met them at um, Pit. Uh, I'm known at uh, Pit Fest. Yeah. Um, but I've known um them for a while, so we became really good friends and whenever they do events they are we're on their top of their list of if they need yeah. a speaker because we did pit fest this past year too mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we know we know the folks behind a1m pretty well they are amazing people they it's really an amazing are. ministry they really are we are we're beyond blessed to partner with them yeah yes well, this, uh, this has been awesome, but I think our time is coming to a close. Uh, before, we always, like you had mentioned earlier with your church, we we uh, think prayer is super important. Mm -hmm. and we always take time to pray over you before we end the show. But before we do that, if there was one final thing you want to tell the Rock for Him community, uh, what would that be? Is there anything you want to share? Or you both can have a spot. <laughs> <laughs> there is no, there is nothing that you do or you say that can separate you from God's love. Mm -hmm. You are never far from him. Yeah. No matter like what you're going through, 
no matter what you've done like today or yesterday or a week or a month ago um no matter what you're going through he loves you no matter what and he's always loves you he, not even if you feel like he loves you he loves you he draws nearer to you when you try to go away from him mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. wow well said well said uh Real quick, uh, maybe something we could pray for you about before we go to the Lord. Um, just pray that um, you know, this year that we can reach as many people as we can, you know, mm -hmm. proclaiming um God's word and about Jesus, what he's done for us and to help others and that are hurting in their lives. And help us to plant a mustard seed. Mm -hmm. like it so maybe jeremy you want to close this out in prayer before jason wraps us up sure let's go ahead and pray heavenly father lord we thank you for this time we thank you for aaron and amanda and their ministry fight the darkness lord what a what a blessing they are to the uh rock community world the christian rock community world board speaking out on a very important topic and lord i just pray that wherever they go that um, they're able to plant a seed uh, in somebody's heart to um, lead them to you lord uh, i i ask that you watch over them and uh, watch over all of us here at rock the him lord as we all try to do your will as you've called us to Lord, um, thank you for their testimony. Uh, it, it's very powerful, and it, it, Lord, you're you're using them in great ways, and we just ask that you continue to protect them and to bless their marriage as a as they start their lives together in that way. Lord, and uh, just continue to uh, bless them and, and bless Rock for him, and we just pray that. Above all else, that everything we've said tonight, everything we've done, brings you glory. We love you, God, and we, we constantly thank you for sending Jesus to die on the cross for our sins. Yeah. We wouldn't be doing this without you. Lord, uh, thank you for everything. In Jesus' name, amen. I am yes. so thankful to have both of you on tonight. As you guys know that this is my favorite time of the week, getting to talk with you guys mm -hmm. and getting to know you two. Like, Honestly, this is this was not enough time. I just want to say to everyone watching and listening, if you experience things like this, I mean, things that Amanda's dealt with, the things that Aaron's dealt with, mm -hmm. I am begging you, don't just hide it within yourself. Fight that darkness. Yeah. Reach out to them. Reach out to us. We would love to share the gospel with you to talk to you to help you we have a pod pastor that will reach out and pray for you it's uh like i don't want to end the show now <laughs> like like <laughs> ah no oh, i'm so sorry that our time is running out but we will have you back on we want to hear more of these stories uh, thank you so much I just want to remind you all that if you're going to rock, rock for him. Those watching and listening, have a good night. If you like
like what you saw today, hit the subscribe and like button down below and don't forget to share it to all your friends. Also, leave us a comment down below. If you're gonna rock, rock for him.